Friday, October 2nd, 2020. Uh, David, how's it going, man? Thank you for asking. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been a hot minute, bro. It's been a hot minute, about a, about a week since we last had a featured episode. But I think, I think at a minimum, we were talking about this earlier, at a minimum, I think a week is a... Uh, it's a good timeline, I would say. It's a good timeline to have, at least, right? And then some some days when you know when we're really going through and we really need to talk, bro, it might be like three or four times a day. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> a bit more. Honestly, often. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, I guess some just quick updates in terms of what I was just doing. Uh, I, I went to go eat pizza with some uh, with some friends for dinner and um you know there's this really iconic place in in cambridge called uh pinocchio's and the, you know they got they got like pictures of mark zuckerberg apparently like mark zuckerberg would like go there and like do his problem sets while he with his friends and eat the pizza so like it's a pretty iconic place right? yeah 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 uh and you know i ordered two pizzas i ordered the tomato basil and the honey glazed chicken which Yo, they're not bad. They're not bad. They're a bit thick for my liking. Like they're almost the mm. level of like Chicago deep dish level of thickness. Yeah, I, I'm seeing pictures online right now. Yeah, yeah, they're they're thick boys, but they're also square, which is kind of interesting. But yo, the crust, whatever they're doing, the crust is freaking beautiful. But yeah, I don't, I don't like the square. Like that almost ruins it for me. Yeah, I something about the slice that's just iconic, you know, because the first bite it's that corner. And you, you, know, you there's, yeah. there's something corners are more appetizing, like triangular corners are more appetizing. Yeah, like, I, e- like even when my sandwich is cut, just a little more triangular than yo, you know what I mean? Than a square, yeah. it just fits. That initial, yeah, that initial bite, yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah, so I mean, like you know, Felipe's is great. No, not Felipe's. What am I saying? Pinocchio's is great. It's iconic. But yo, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, even trying this out, it's like decently priced as well. It's um. It's like three bucks a slice. Uh, sorry, three bucks yeah. a, a square, and, and I think seven bucks for two slices. Which okay. you may you may seem like wait 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 a second that's not fair. But like if you order two slices, they give you like two big chunks. Oh so, really? Like we're yeah. talking like eight hundred calories a slice. We're talking yeah we're talking eight nine hundred calorie slices. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, that's fair. I'm telling you, man. I'm still nostalgic for little oven pizza. This is not sponsored. This is not spon- this is not sponsored by Little Oven Pizza, but bro, I Little Oven Pizza is still the top dog for me, man. I I agree. I haven't found anything that's topped it. I mean, I haven't really gone to the East Coast, which <laughs> I've heard like some of the best pizzerias in the United States lie. But I, I think that's mainly New York. Boston does not is not known for their pizza, honestly. Not at Boston, all. They're known Boston, for their beans, right? Boston's known well, I guess yeah, their beans, but also like lobster rolls. Oh really? Um, they got some killer lobster rolls. They're fucking expensive, but you know I haven't tried it yet. But I've only tried three. Yeah, lobster is so ridiculous. Lobster yeah, is so good, but yeah. so expensive. Yeah, because like they have like a mayo, like a mayo yogurt spread. That's like yeah. sweet and like savory and like the lobster. Uh-huh. Yeah, Dude, I, on the, I'll definitely yeah, try it on out. On the topic, of, on the topic of food, dude, I've changed up my whole diet. Like in the last Again? month. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. Well, I did. I already speak on the whole wheat change. Oh no! You ha- wait. What? I thought. I thought you went like. Well, uh, never mind. All you talked talked about was eating healthy, but you didn't specifically mention whole grain. Yeah. So I, 
I've always been like, anytime I ate bread, I was like upset because I'm like, who who really took the time to take the germ out of that wheat and then blast it <laughs> with the rays of sun and bleach? So it's like looks better, I guess. Like, why do we do that? Can you answer that? Like, what's the point of bleaching flour? It takes time and effort and it does not improve the quality of the bread whatsoever. And it is worse for you and has no nutrients. Mm. Do you get that? I, I'm literally yeah, trying yeah, to understand I, like every day. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I can see that. But like, yeah, like, well, okay. I just realized both of us follow tennis. For some reason, I forgot that. For Dude, it's been so long since I picked up a tennis racket. I kind of forgot about tennis for a while. But um, so, you know, Djokovic, right? Yeah. So um, he, he goes gluten free. Uh, processed sugar free and vegetarian right he he fuels himself very cleanly and yeah i mean he, ever since he switched his diet he's been on a dominant role you know so good for him that's i mean it just doesn't make sense to to put bleached flour in your body like stop doing it people right sing right. out on like so many different vitamins so many different uh, dietary benefits mm-hmm. like the wheat is good for you, but bleached wheat is not. And that's why I think everyone hates bread and like wants to go gluten free. <clears throat> yeah. And wants to go gluten free is because like they're only talking about this bleached flour, man. But like actual wheat is really good for you. And the same can be said about uh, white and brown rice. Don't eat white rice. Stop. Stop doing it. Mm. They literally take, they take everything good out of it and they give you just the, the plain old carbohydrates. When you're missing, like, there's just so much more to rice. You got to eat that wild rice. We got to yeah. eat that whole grain bread. And we got to start eating, like, before we started bleaching everything. Because uh, it's just not right. It's yeah. just not right. Yeah. Dude, have you ever been to a Trader Joe's? Of course. I love Trader Joe's. Bro, I, I just went to my Absolutely first. Absolutely love it. I just went to my first ever Trader Joe's the other day. Um, Holy shit, man. It's, it's an experience. I got... I got, um, whatchamacallit, so I bought three items. One, uh, okay. mango slices, like pure mango, just dried dried mango slices. Oh, the, dude, the dried mango slices, okay. Yeah, yeah. and then Continue. I also got pecan granola, which is literally just pecans, wheat, like literal wheat grains, Yeah, and, yeah. and I think cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon. And then Ooh. my final thing was, and you know I like my chalky milk. I got whole whole milk, so it's not that healthy, but whole milk chocolate. But what's interesting is like they labeled it fair trade coca, which means like all their coca beans are like sourced from like fairly traded regions that don't exploit their workers and stuff. So yeah. definitely definitely interesting stuff. Like it Trader Joe's like reputation is like all about sustainability no, and yeah, can we talk about how they do it too? Because like you know, when you go to Target and what's that their brand up and up? You know what I mean? When it's like the Target brand. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, like, and then you have Rayleigh's, like their like Rayleigh's brand stuff, and mm. it's supposed to be like way cheaper. Yeah. It all it's all just garbo. Like no one knows how to make their own stuff. But Trader Joe's strictly only sells their own stuff that they produce. Yeah. And it's all so good. Like, none of it is bad. Every single thing they make is amazing. Yeah. Like, and like their business model is unreal. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, 
I don't know. For like, whenever you see something like organic at Target or Walmart, you almost like don't trust uh, it. Or like, yeah, I don't buy it. Yeah. You know, like most corporations, you know that they're p- putting these labels on to like trick you to thinking that they're good, right? Uh-huh. I mean, like, what was that study done? There was like a study done that like <laughs> said that organic foods are actually like more harmful to the environment because you're, you're they're sh- they're not local. Organic foods aren't necessarily local, so you still have to ship them a long ways. And that costs, yeah, your your footprint, right? The carbon footprint, right? And so, yeah, I think these labels of organic just sound better for the consumer. So, like, you know, it's hard to trust corporations. But for Trader Joe's, for some reason, it's just like intrinsic. Like, damn, I really want to trust you guys. (laughs) You know, I know. Oh yeah, and I just realized, yeah, they all have the Trader Joe. Like, I just realized, I just see like Trader Joe's pecan granola and Trader Joe's chocolate whole milk vitamin d ultra pasteurized so everything's their label everything is trader joe's they don't sell anything that isn't something they make even their candy like they don't even have like starburst or hershey's in there wow that makes sense yo I, it's impressive cool. isn't it yeah right that's why that's what i was talking about i'm like i don't know how they can make that work by only selling their stuff but wow. it works like it's so good i mean i guess it makes sense they don't have to like because I mean, wow, that, that's actually you make way more money that way if you, like the grocery store produces their own groceries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I just, genius. You know, I just checked it out. Um, you know, part of the reason. So basically, since it's being, you know, manufactured from its own label, they're cutting out the middleman. You know, they, exactly. They're, yeah, they're basically purchasing. So because like I thought. You know, the reputation of Whole Foods, right? Like, oh, everything is super expensive. You know, it's for the rich white kids, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and yeah, I thought Trader Joe's was going to be like that as well. You know, it's like, oh, everything's super expensive, but like apparently like super healthy. But no, it's the quality is high, but the prices are low. And it's amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. And what I like about it, too, is like when you go to Target or Rayleigh's, there like is an organic option and then there's the non-organic option. And you have to like pick and choose and then it just kind of sucks. Like mm. it's almost like here's the poor people option and here's the rich people option next right. to each other. It's static. But Trader Joe's, yeah, Trader Joe's is all just like everything is organic and everything is good for you. You're not like pick and choosing. Like everything is quality. It's nice. Okay. Takes the social hierarchy out of shopping, which is honestly how it should be. I, I, I like it a lot. Definitely, man. Anything else, um, David? Yeah, in, in other in other news, um, recently the uh, the pool opened for our campus, and uh, did I tell you about this? I think I did. The pool? No. Yeah. Our. our oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're you're yeah, doing dude, some swimming. Yeah, and I and I did some swimming, man. I I literally just swam today. It's uh, it's not the same, obviously. Like it's certainly a little bit lonely, um, swimming by yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did miss the feeling of. The glide, the the smoothness, yeah. Like I, I was running beforehand, and just running just doesn't fit well with me. You know, I just haven't been doing that no. enough. It's it's high yeah. impact as well. Like I got shin splints. From that's doing yeah, it. that's what we're talking about. Because I was like, you need to bike or swim. This yeah, is just like not swim. even. It's not a sustainable exercise yeah. method. It's like constantly getting injured out there when you run. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't know. Running just feels a little too uh, damaging for me. It is. Swim, it's just so it's like you're cocooned right in like a beautiful yes. little capsule that cannot hurt you yeah you're exercise. literally zero gravity and ah exactly amazing. 
exactly but um yeah i used to hate on swim but and now that i've learned like low impact high impact exercise mm-hmm. swimming and biking are supreme yeah yeah and also this is gonna sound hella weird but literally no wait hold up two days ago i had probably the most productive day of my life or at least from from memory right i can't remember any other day where i felt more kind of i would say kind of so i started off the day walking so i woke up around 7 30 uh did some work just went straight to the computer did some homework okay and then 8 30 i walked i decided to take this outdoors and walk over to the business school where there's a bunch of nice study places decided to study there studied until around 10 right non-stop listening to music around 9 50 i packed up my stuff and i brought my swim stuff as well went straight to the gym to swim i swam for an hour and uh ended at 11 and then came back ate breakfast took a shower and then reviewed my notes for the next class at 12 which started ended at 2 i took a nap started at 3 for my next class ended at 4 30 and then i think i did more no i went to go eat with some friends and then went to do more homework but What's, so like at that point up until then was like oh my god it was like just ooh i was firing on all cylinders it felt great i've never felt yeah like, like every moment good. yeah okay yeah. right like literally not a single moment wasted like i don't think i even like checked my phone that until then jeez all right you know? and was it enjoyable it was like you just felt great like you felt on in the zone you felt like damn i'm actually moving forward with life and shit but at around at around 8 p.m. i just fell off you know i just i i checked my phone once like instagram post or something like that and little next thing i knew it was 11 30 and still got stuff to do and i was like damn uh-huh. I, I wasted what three and a half hours and then yeah like it's man it's so so hard it's like like i said again in the previous episodes it's like balancing a marble on a basketball right it's just oh, it's like it felt great while i was on but the moment the literal split second i was off it just fell you know like it's okay for me i i when i fall i fall hard when it comes to productivity and uh, yeah yeah yeah. like but i'm I'm a little worried about you david because i feel like you're like it's almost i feel like you don't have to be productive all the time like don't make it something that is like a, a life or death situation like being constantly productive isn't even humanly possible it's just not like even like a 40 hour work week, which is, I mean, honestly, like the cap of productivity, like that's a nine to five job. You work five days out of the week. It's people are to get depressed and sad, constantly trying to be productive. Like I think humans, we have like internalized capitalism and we just feel like if there isn't, if every single waking moment of our lives isn't spent improving something, then we were failures. Which is just wrong. I think I've realized that instead of trying to be productive all the time to be happy, instead learn how to be happy without being productive all the time. Mm. What's your thoughts on that? Because uh, it's been frustrating lately. Like I have nothing to do, and I'm like constantly looking for things to do, and I just can't be happy because I've decided that productivity equals happiness, which is just the wrong way of looking at things frustrating i guess, i suppose you're right it is but like at the same time though 
you're always constantly reminded that you're here on campus, you know, and that like every second and every minute is is potentially time for you to like do something crazy, you know, and, and do something you know productive with your life and and albeit you are paying a lot of money to be here right so you can probably calculate how much money <laughs> it is every minute being here but yeah oh, no, I, I, that. I, 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 yeah that would be depressing but like no i, I definitely get you I, I i i get that i and i think but that's the thing though like it felt great it felt great like Did it, it feels sustainable though like do you think you could keep up that pace every single day the rest of I, your life i i wouldn't know because i've never had a day longer than i never had a streak longer than two days of of that level of performance right like it's 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 hard to explain because like yeah when you're on your phone and when you're being unproductive it feels great in the moment but at the same time as well being productive does feel great as well just both of them feel great but for some reason uh, yeah i don't know well, thing. I mean, it depends, wait, wait. David. Oh. Actually, let me rewind. Let me yeah, rewind yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, are these tasks that you're completing, you're enjoying them, right? Like, is it something yeah. that you want to do? Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, all my in that case, yes. Yeah, as long as like, because if if you're forcing yourself to be productive and it's not even an enjoyable task, that's where I have a problem. But I mean, if everything you're doing is fulfilling, fun and you're just enjoying yourself, then that's, I mean, it's not even really like, yeah, pr- productivity is great when you're like, when the tasks you're completing are enjoyable. Right. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm glad you have that. Yeah. Like my problem is just that like transitioning between states, right? Being productive and unproductive. It's so easy to transition. Like when you're, when you are productive, it's easy to stay within pro. It's easy to be productive. Like, you know, if I if I start doing my homework, I'll 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 do it and be in the zone and all that. Yeah, yeah. But it's also extremely easy to just slip, right? It's like you're on a tightrope constantly. And I don't know how to fix it, you know, like what why why do I put myself in this tightrope situation? Because like you know, is that is that just how nat- how productivity naturally works? Like why do I w- always want to tend towards unproductivity? You know, like why can't Save I energy. tend towards productivity but anyways that's i suppose that's just i don't a know problem. if there's an yeah i don't know if there's an answer to that question in like i don't think so either anthropology like i don't yeah i don't think it's like something that's just no intrinsic. i think it's i just think, I think it's a, i think it's a very simple answer of habit you know i have a habit yeah. of whenever i'm bored i go on my phone and if i could somehow switch that habit to oh if i'm bored i listen to music or i read a book or something that i will f- something that you won't get trapped doing three and a half hours in, right? Cause the phone is the yeah. ultimate, ultimate, ultimate hook line. And <laughs> it's you know? yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Like you can't escape it once you open it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Yeah. It's, I know it's bad. Um, yeah. But, anything um, else, David, anything else bothering you? I suppose one last thing, if I if I may take some time here. I mean, it's been a week since we last talked, so I guess I have a lot of stuff to open up about. But please, please. Um, you know, thinking about thinking back into my high school years, particularly freshman and sophomore year, and maybe even a little, mainly a lot of junior year as well. I felt busy, and I say that out of negativity and like negative connotation. Being busy is bad. Right. I just I was doing club meetings, I was doing volunteering, and it just didn't really feel like much. 
right? Like that, that is what I would describe as unfulfilling, like what you said, right? It wasn't enjoyable as much. And like, just looking back on it, it wasn't like, damn, that was, that was the moments I lived for. There were, there were moments, there were pocket moments, right? But like overall, it wasn't, you know, something I wake up every morning excited to do. But the reason why I brought that up is because obviously I don't want to repeat that here in college, but you know, I recently just wrote down, I recently just wrote down the the number of organizations that I'm a part of now. Let, let me just list them off. So I'm part of the Harvard Undergraduate Studies and Education Board. I'm part of the Education Secondary Department Student Advisory Council. I'm doing a podcast with Humans of Harvard. I'm doing a research partnership at Radcliffe. I'm part of the radio broadcasting station. I'm doing CSESS teacher training for New York City school districts. I'm doing a first year service committee. I'm doing, oh, I'm not doing that anymore. Okay, so I did drop one already, but um, and I'm also doing this accelerator program for creativity and entrepreneurship. So that's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight already. And then you have your classes as well, right? Classes and swimming and podca- more podcasting. Um, and yeah, I, at, as of now, it doesn't seem like much, but I feel like it's going to just kind of hit me like a hammer at one point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of nervous. And, but that's the thing. Like, I'm looking at all these things and like every single one fascinates me and every single one I want to do. And like, it just feels so wrong to drop one of these, you know? David, that is so many things. That is a lot. Yeah. Like, other, dude. Uh, yeah. Can you yeah. even name everything you're doing off the top of your head or do you need a list? I need, I'm looking at a list right now that I wrote down. Otherwise, I would have forgot. I probably actually forgot one as well. I'm doing something else probably. But yeah, I'm definitely going <laughs> to drop. I'm definitely going to drop some of these. But like, yeah, I mean, like, no. Okay. So here's the thing, though. Like, I know some people here on campus who are doing these things, like doing consulting, right? I know there's a bunch of consulting groups on campus. Um, and they're doing it simply because they like feel as though it's necessary for their careers, which okay. I don't agree. Like I, I chose all of these because I was truly, truly interested in them. And and maybe that will work out. I'll have to see. But yeah, no, I, I'll definitely be aware of like, oh, if this is too much, I'll definitely drop. Like I'm not, I've learned at this point to not, keep chewing after i've bitten off more than i can chew you know what i'm saying yeah it's not a good idea yeah not a good idea at all well i'm glad you're aware because i mean it's hard to say no yeah it's really hard it's really hard to say no right like 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 especially when harvard is a yes yes place right like either so many doors to (laughs) open it, it, it feels bad to like see it open and like purposely close it you know like shit man what am i doing am i wasting my time so yeah, but I'm 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 glad to be able to speak this to you to like not only just remind me but also like put it into words and put it out into the universe that I I am aware of these things. Otherwise, if they're in my mind, yeah, you know, I could forget about them. I could change them, but but yeah, so I know, but there would be uh, yeah, your time at Harvard would be wasted if you were overwhelmed the whole time. Like, oh, you you really want to be able to at least name everything you're doing off the top of your head without a list. I feel like, so I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you're aware about that. And yeah, please don't get overwhelmed, David. That would suck. 
Because usually when someone's overwhelmed, it's so, the first things that we can just easily cut out of our lives are like, you know, improving our mental health and time with friends and we're just a daily stroll. Like we just immediately, those, those things lose all value and we just toss them in the trash when we're busy. And I, I hope that doesn't happen to you, you know, <laughs> like I just really hope to see you not get overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I should be fine. I, as long as I, like you said, stay aware. So, um, other than that, um, that's about how was the feelings. It's just a lot of chaos, but a lot of just good energy, I suppose. So, yeah, that's good. So, yeah, but enough about me. It's 24 minutes of me. Cal, how are you doing, man? Uh, couldn't even really tell you if I'm being honest. It's different every single day. Mm. Like, uh, it's so different every single day. And uh, I guess, like, well, I've been, you know, journaling, right? Mm-hmm. Constantly. And I've, I've been, like, ramping it up to, like, two to three pages a day, mm. which is really nice, like, front to back. And uh, it's just, like, I, I look back on these these thoughts that I've had, like, not even two days ago. And I'm like, why am I already a completely different person? Mm. Like, I, I literally just thought about that two days ago, and it's already... I'm already, I have a new set of problems in my head that I'm trying to take care of. (laughs) And I guess uh, right now, in the last two days, I'm just struggling with being lonely, you know, Mm. just the feeling of being lonely and not really seeing people, not hanging out with a lot of people. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, for the last four days, I've hung out with friends like for an hour. And all I really do is like work for four hours at, the cafe in the back and I just come home and I just journal and watch movies <laughs> mm. and I honestly just talk to myself while journaling like for these last four days I've the most conversation I've had is with myself by a large margin like I just have all these amazing thoughts that I've been constantly writing down yet like I just the only person I share them with is myself <laughs> Um, and I, I think it would just be awesome to like the first thing I'm doing when I get into college is like getting a club together of just people who want to talk philosophy every single like every you know what I mean like once a week like just round table conversations about how everyone's doing similar to this yeah uh, because I am truly missing out on social interaction hmm. like to a unhealthy degree and being lonely is so dangerous. Like it is worse than scientifically proven. It does more damage to your body than smoking a pack of cigarettes a day, feeling true loneliness. Mm. And your lifespan is lowered by not just like days, but years. If you suffer loneliness and especially if you, it's chronic. Um, and I just kind of see myself walking down that path because what sucks about being lonely is it just starts attacking your self-confidence and then you start to, hang up the phone on your friends when they want to hang out, even though you really want to hang out with them, if that makes any sense. Do you understand yeah. what I'm talking yeah, about, David? I, I actually do. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. 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 Go ahead. Um, it's tough. It It's self-sustaining. It's at some point I've, I've almost hit that point to where me being lonely is causing me being lonely. And that is not good. That's perpetual. And, and that's unescapable. And I'm just like scary. All I do is write about it. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to put you on a spot, but like, do you want to do you want to say any like journal entries or like read it, read any of them? Is that I can is that... summarize? Okay, for sure. Well, I've actually been. I, I actually found a really good poem that kind of sums up exactly how I'm feeling. Okay, all right, bet. But it's actually the most depressing poem in like the world. Oh, uh, sorry, I'm not that. Um, okay. Do you want me to recite it? Sure. Yeah. So it's a little too. This is a little too gay, isn't it? No, nah, we're chilling. All right. Coming home is terrible. Whether the dogs lick your face or not, whether you have a wife or just a wife-shaped loneliness waiting for you. Coming home is terribly lonely, so that you think of the the oppressive biometric pressure back where you have just come from with fondness, because everything's worse once you're home. You think of the vermin clinging to the grass stalks, long hours on the road, roadside assistance, and ice creams, the peculiar shapes of certain clouds and silences, with longing because you did not want to return. Coming home is just awful. And the home-style silences and clouds contribute to nothing. But the general molasses, clouds such as they are, are in fact suspect and made from a different material than those you left behind. Yourself were cut from a different cloudy cloth. Returned, remaindered, ill-met by moonlight, unhappy to be back. Slack in all the wrong spots, seamy suit of clothes, dish rag, ratty, worn. You return home, moon-landed, foreign, the Earth's gravitational pull and effort now redoubled, dragging your shoelaces loose and your shoulders etching deeper into the stanza of worry on your forehead. You return home deepened, a parched well linked tomorrow by a fray strand of anyway. You sigh into the onslaught of identical days. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean... Have you felt like, because I've certainly felt this during quarantine as well, where like, it feels like the days kind of blur together. Yeah, I think the last phrase is like perfect. Sighing into the onslaught of identical days, because it really just does feel like an onslaught. It like has accelerated. Mm. Like last week felt slow. And then this week is like, it's like, it's exponential. Like with days are like, days, this day has felt like half of a day from last week in time because just nothing is rememberable. Like everything I do is just exactly how I did it the day before. Yeah. And I think that's why a journal is so necessary, man. Like it really does like ground you to time. You know, otherwise you have no memory of what passed. Like, I think it will be great to like maybe revisit old journal entries and shit to like, just, just to remind you that time is moving forward because same thing here. Like I, I don't keep a journal about my feelings, but I keep a journal about like what I'm thinking. Um, and it's little, in this little, little bounded book. And I, I just talk in it, you know, like think about my thoughts, talk about like, man, what the fuck's wrong with schools? Or like, dude, I just learned about this really messed up thing in class. What do I think about it? You know, like, yeah, it doesn't really talk about myself, but you know, I can look back at this date. Oh, August 28th. David was thinking, you know, he was thinking about these things, meaning at that moment, he was this person. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. He, it gives you some clarity that you're not, you're not, you know, walking in a reverse, you know, like, you know, those, I, I talked to you about this, right? The, uh, what, what was that? That this video by, um, 
bro, I just forgot who's that really famous. Oh, Casey Neistat. Okay, yeah. You know that that thing where like he's walking and it's those airport escalators, but it's like flat. Oh know? yeah, you talked about this, yeah. right? Like if you're walking in the so if it's going the, the opposite direction of you and you're walking, yeah, you're moving, but you're not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's the worst feeling in the world because you can if like three weeks could pass and it feels like you were the exact same person, exact same, you know, you're breathing the exact same oxygen as you were three weeks ago. And that's the, 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 the absence of progress, I suppose is the harshest feeling of all time. Yeah. And yeah. And that, that's one of the main reasons why I even picked up journaling was because it just had the fear of just letting everything fly by yeah. and losing myself. And I, I was almost scared because I remember the year, me being 16, like age 15, 16, and 17, I couldn't tell you when certain events happened between those three years of age. Like the, those three years just meshed together. And I was like, oh, wow, that's terrifying. So I just immediately started journaling and organizing my memories so I can revisit them and like not worry about like just life meshing together into you know, I mean, a weird pile of, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, it was so weird thinking back to like how I met Molly when I was 15. But then like, I also have memories of like me driving by myself, like, and then they almost feel further away from that, even though they're not like, I, I, I just kept track of nothing from 15, 16 and 17 years old. And it was really scary to think about, like, did I just like, forget about all that like it's now in my brain but it's so hard to revisit it and there's i have no aids to help me get back to that point so it's almost like those memories are i mean they're definitely still there i just have a really tough time revisiting them and it's a little depressing to think about yeah um other than that i mean this feeling of like i i did come to some like revelations today about being lonely and what it means to be lonely and I did some research on just like, what is lonely? And I've just like, it is so common in today's world. And it's more common than ever. I mean, every year it, it increases the amount of loneliness that we feel like on average, 66% of young Americans age 18 to 34 years old, 66% of us say they are lonely to an unhealthy degree which means they probably only see someone and have meaningful conversation like once a week. It's so awful to think about, especially because like we are such social creatures and are rewarded for being with each other. So there's just something wrong there. Like we need to have a, I don't know, society needs to be tailor made to how we are biologically wired. We need a human friendly way of living. And I think uh, all of us being cooped up in our rooms, and this isn't just COVID, I'm saying in general, being cooped up in our rooms and not having any meaningful conversation ever is definitely not how we should all be living life. 66% of people should not be unhealthily lonely. That is terrifying. And no one is worried about this. Hmm. I mean, I know you f you must feel lonely often, David, right? Yeah. A little bit, honestly. A little bit. And I, I remember uh, 
during quarantine, me and Jaden were like seriously worried about you because I don't know. We were just, yes, we we thought like there was no way he is not feeling intense loneliness right now. Like, were you, you you must have been like just being cooped up in your room and the only people you see are like the same three people you've been living with your whole life and just having like that same identical day. That must have been like a nightmare. Yeah, it was definitely not like great times. <laughs> and I suppose that's one of the reasons why I was so, you know, keen on moving here. But, you know, it's it's nothing to complain of. But yeah, it was certainly, it certainly gave me a perspective of what it's like to not have people close to you that are not family. You know, like they say family is like your most important. And I agree. Yeah, they're definitely important. But for some reason, there's always that there's also that critical aspect of having people by your side that aren't blood related. And I think that's, that's what's missing for me. Has it improved though since? Oh yeah. I mean, first of all, you know, (laughs) I would easily say that you're, you're part of my inner circle here. Um, But at, at Harvard, probably not yet. There's definitely not like, I wouldn't say like, I know anyone like to the point where I can podcast with them for half an hour every week. Um, but I'm I'm sure I'll get there. Do you not like? Do you not suffer when you're when you're lonely? Not really, actually. Well, because like you know, I I still make I, I still like you know go to to with friends to eat or to hang out. But it's like it's like acquaintances, you know. It's like it's like what she would yeah, do yeah. with like you know acquaintances, and and then yeah, and then when I come home, it's like yeah, you get a you get a healthy dose of socialization. When you come home, you feel relaxed. Like I'm I'm not type of, I'm that type of person to like. You know, I, I my energy gets drained in a large group of people, so yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I come home to recharge. I recharge by myself. Like I, I wouldn't say I recharge with other people. Maybe one of the ones. I, I, I would, I would say like this podcast. I also recharge a little bit. Gotcha. And I mean, that's it's always important to have that. Like we've talked about it a million trillion times. But I mean, other than just. Feeling lonely, I guess. Let me swipe through these pages. Um, wow, actually, a lot has happened since like last time we recorded. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's really the main thing that's been on my mind. If I'm gonna be honest with you, is just and like it's, it's all right as well. Like I. Obviously, loneliness is not like a great thing to deal with, but as well, like sadness as well. Like society tells us that sadness is bad, but sometimes, sometimes you just got to kind of embrace it as just another human emotion, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, like sadness, sadness is the happiness as sleeping is the being awake. You know, it's just the same side of the same coin or the side of the different side of the same coin. Yin yang. Yin yang. So. You know, this was definitely a introspective episode and, you know, there's, there's going to be those episodes like that in the future, in the past, but hey, man, like you, like you say all the time, we just gotta, just gotta get over with it not get over with it, but get along it and yeah. move forward and move forward. Just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> we don't really have a choice. <laughs> We're just flying through time right now. Exactly. All right. Well. Sorry for uh, being a little depressing. This episode. Nah, man. It's again. It's like you got to embrace these moments as much as you have to embrace yeah. the happy ones. Yeah, 
Um, and just, you know, don't internalize anything. I hope, I mean, even if you come off a little annoying and overly emotional, which I do all the time, it's fine. It's better than internalizing it and just being empty inside. (laughs) Believe me. Hmm. Uh, with that, I think this concludes a nice little episode of how's it going? Yep. Um, is this our longest one? Have we hit 40 yet? No, I don't think so. This is definitely the longest one. Yeah. Well, look at that. All right. Well, hope everyone's doing well. Reach out to me if you're not feeling well and you're listening to this. Have a wonderful day. This is how David and Cal felt on Friday, October 2nd, 2020.